This is the Bartender Journey Podcast. It's the Bartender Journey Podcast number 300. Can you believe that? And with me today is Curry Walter Easterbrook. Yeah, man. With me today is Walter Easterbrook. Welcome to, to a milestone show for me. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. 300. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I've been doing this for seven years, dude. Wow, man. Congratulations to you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. Been knocking them out. And uh, you, brand new podcaster, my friend. Yeah, man. I'm like three weeks in. You All know? right. Still trying, dude. I'm I'm still trying to figure everything out, man. So I mean, obviously, we took a little bit of time getting started here, but I'm just trying to figure out the best way. I'm trying to add video to things now, and yeah, man. I'm, I'm an amateur. I'm only at number four. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. And it's called Arte Art Agave, right? Well, Arte Agave is is the power behind it. The uh, all right, the sorry, pod, Gringo. The podcast is called Gringo in Latin America. So right. it's a, a journey. Uh, into Latin America through the eyes of uh, somebody who has no clue, a gringo, uh, myself. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. And uh, it's not not just about booze, about cooking and, and uh, music and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, man. It's I mean, obviously, you know, with Arte Agave, we do a lot of boozy events, tequila, mezcal, um, you know, so – through that journey of mine, each year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, uh, you know, last year we, we brought it to DC, we brought it to Texas. And, you know, uh, literally, I'm just the guy that's, you know, early on put his toes into the water in Latin America. And I find myself doing all these events, right? So I'm like, okay, the more I understand about the culture, the more I realize I have no clue about the culture. So, the whole goal is is really to you know just to, to understand it more. You know what I mean? So that's why we do have we do have some chefs and some artists. But you know, last week we had a, a woman who runs. Uh, she's she's a bilingual psychiatrist in Prince William County School District. You know, so we had we have educators on. I'm, I'm interviewing somebody from the government in a couple of days. So it's it's really just to get a whole broad spectrum. Um, from you know we have we had a comedian the other day. We had a singer on. So it's it's just. It's learning the culture and it's everything. So every country. We had Colombia, we have Mexico, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic. There's, you know, all different people from all different countries and just, you know, open up a dialogue, having a conversation and just getting a different perspective. That's really what it's all about. Amazing. You got your fingers in a lot of different things. Well, for anybody who doesn't know, just uh, explain what Arte Agave is. Yeah, Arte Agave is the celebration of Latin culture, um, you know, through music and heritage and, and culture and, you know, culinary. But, you know, the core of Arte Agave is tequila and mezcal. So these events are walk around tasting, sampling, uh, cocktail events. But we want to make sure that it's not just another taco tequila party um, where kids are getting drunk, you know. So it's very authentic. Um, and we like to add those authentic layers like i said those chefs and you know artists we have like local art live art hand paintings digital art folk art um and then different musical performances from djs to guitars to mexican hat dancers to mariachis um and everything in between so it's just a big celebration of of uh you know music culture and, and tequila mezcal really what it is Oh, cool. Yeah, it's it sounds amazing. I've never had the opportunity to go because it's always on a, what, Friday or Saturday night, right? So I'm always behind my, my own bar. Yeah. Always, <laughs> I'm always working. Always on the weekend. Yeah. It's, we, you know, we invite bartenders, but, um, you know, they're always like, hey, well, it's Friday night. I can't really yeah. take a shift off. So yeah. <laughs> makes it a little tricky, a little tricky. Yeah. And um, yeah. Exciting! You got your own podcast. It's, it's cool to have a podcast, right? You get to talk to all kinds of people you normally wouldn't maybe have access well, to or... And- 
And that's the thing, man. It's like, um, you know, I was going to go on this journey anyway. I was like, listen, I got to, you know, one, I got to learn Spanish. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm being called out by si, everybody. Si. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so that, you know, it's, it's, I was going down this, this road anyway. I was going to go down this journey anyway. I was of, of like discovery. Um, and I wanted to talk to people besides liquor brands. And we're going to have liquor brands on the podcast. But, you know, I just thought to myself, like, well, if I'm going to be having these phone calls and these conversations and learning more, I'm, why not document it? You know, why not turn it into a podcast? And maybe there's other people like myself that can, you know, get some some cool information from it. You know what I mean? Like, th- even talking to the educator the other day, like she was talking about, you know, kids and, you know, kids coming from, you know, Latin America and into the school system in the United States. And I thought it was going to be like a language problem, you know, and I was like, that's the big disconnect. And she's like, nah, it goes a little bit deeper than that. And she kept, she kept saying this word trauma and the trauma, and the trauma. And I was like, oh, just because like the culture is different. And she's like, no, there's like actual trauma. She's like, there's people are leaving some of these countries because there's issues, there's problems. She's like, some people are just running away from the government. Some people are in gangs, family members are in gangs and they're getting out of that country and, and finding shelter and safety here. And she goes, it's the trauma. She's like, I talked to the parents and she's like, and that's really what it is. It's like inside those houses are trauma filled, you know, houses where they had to escape from somewhere. So, you know, I don't know. I always looked at it as like, oh, this kid's struggling because he doesn't speak the language. But she's like, it just, it goes very much deep rooted than that. And people just don't understand why, you know, you know why they're coming to America. They want a better life. But she's like, you know, sometimes it's just, it's a matter of life and death for some people. Um, and they're escaping and they're running and they're trying to get out of there. So she's like, that's, those are the families that I deal with. Um, and a lot of people are undocumented. And I was like, oh, I'm like, so you work for the government, but you know they're undocumented, but you're still. And she's like, yeah. She's like, my job is to take care of them and make sure, you know, like they're doing okay and make sure the families are all right and make sure the kids are getting into school and getting the education. And, um, it was cool. It was just very eye-opening. You know what I mean? Like I said, I, I just always thought it was a language difference was the main reason. And she's just like, yeah, it's just it's just a small part. So it's just, you know, having conversations like that has been super cool. And I'm looking forward to having more, you know, just to just to discover, you know, more than just like the language or the music or the food. But it's like, what else is really happening and going on? And, you know, like I said, it was a personal discovery that I just wanted to document it. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, and I, I know there's a lot of problem with that now that kid, everybody's home, you know, and homeschooled and stuff, and like some kids are in bad oh, situations geez. and they don't get away from it all day. You know, it's it's really a concern. Yeah. So you know, yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, we I think we have a good home here, but uh, you know, yeah. me and my wife are going crazy trying to work and find work because we're out of work, and then educate the kids at the same time. But it's been raining outside, so we can't get them to go outside and. You know, yeah. I think we have it good, and, and there's tons of issues, man. How are you holding up over there? <laughs> doing all right, doing all right. Um, yeah, I'm quarantined yeah. here with my uh, with my girlfriend, and she actually works in education, so I'm hearing it from her that kind of stuff. So, uh, but we're you know, I mean, I'm fortunate to have a big yard and you know, live in a, a not dense area at all. <laughs> so it's you know, I can I can actually hike out my backyard and go on hiking trails back there, and so. You know, it's good to have that, but it's, you know, we're, we work in hospitality. We're like social people. Like you, you miss it like 
visceral, you know, visceral reaction, you know, like not being around people. It's it's weird, man. It's weird. Yeah, do, yeah. Do I mean, do, luckily you know? we have a couple neighbors near us, and uh, you know, we just all have accepted like the two houses next to us that we're all in it together. So they've got young kids, and we don't go into each other's houses, but they've been playing outside. We've been eating, you know, sharing dinners outside and stuff like that. So it's. You know, at least you have that. And we have a bunch of bike trails and, and stuff. I go running every morning. So, you know, I, I get out. I get out as much as much as I can. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should go back further. You, the, you were on the show years ago as uh, Woodford. Yeah, man. Woodford Reserve Ambassador at the time. So that was yep. uh, that was yep. where we first met. And Jesus, OG, man. Be, I'm an OG. Yeah. <laughs> that's got to be, I three, don't know, three, four three years ago. Three years ago? Four Something years ago, like yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you left the brand ambassador thing to, to go all in on your own, on your own business. So, uh, it sounds like it was going great. Yeah. Of course, everybody's out of work now, so it's, <laughs> it's tough, but it, it, it was, it was starting to really take off. I mean, I, you know, the business was starting before Woodford and I kind of took a hiatus and, and took the ambassador job and, you know, we still had the events. So, but after Woodford, I was, you know, uh, it just, if. It was time. I mean, I'm, I'm entrepreneurial at heart. So like, you know, just getting a paycheck was, it was nice. It was a nice paycheck, but I just, I wanted to be doing my own thing my way. Um, so yeah, I went back into, you know, concentrating on the Bowery Collective and doing the festivals that we do, like Arte Agave. We do a whiskey event, um, you know, doing our experiential marketing stuff. But we really went deeper into the advocacy programs, like the one that you see, the Beyond the Bar. Um, we kept that going. And then we were building like ambassadors on the ground. So, I mean, we had – and then we had sampling events too. We had a whole sampling, um, you know, arm of the Bowery Collective. So we had four clients that we were executing like in-store samplings and on-premise happy hours. And we were basically ready to sign like four more clients to help them launch in New York City. And so, yeah, total between the sampling and the clients, we had about eight clients um, all ready to go around March. And everyone's like, let's just hold off. I'm like, no, let's sign the contracts now. (laughs) And um, yeah, basically it's all gone. So it's all gone. And um, we have actually, there's a, there's a vodka company called Neft Vodka. They were helping support the Bowery, um, the Beyond the Bar and, um, they're not even really launched here in New York and they just like some of the ideas that I had and you know basically they're like Walt what should we do and you know I'm I'm straightforward man I'm like you help bartenders like help them like get them paid like stop writing big checks to some organization that somebody might not you know somebody might get something but so they they've kind of been kept keeping me on on a small role as a consulting um, just because they want to get connected to the bar industry and we've been creating like bartender videos and stuff and um, they were part of Beyond the Bar and they were just you know like literally they're not selling one bottle here in New York but yet they're still paying some people because they're like we just we think it's time you know their their whole mantra when they they approached me they said hey we know some of the stuff that you're doing and what you do we want to be a brand that cares about the bar industry so what do we do um so they've been you know pay, paying a small consulting fee just to stay connected to the industry create content they're paying bartenders to create content um so yeah big shout out to neft vodka they're the only client that i kind of have right now <laughs> um and then the, and then the people that were supporting beyond the bar so winebow and 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 everyone from sazerac has been Super helpful with some of their brands, uh, San Matias and Los Vecinos Mezcal. Um, but yeah, man. Besides that, it's just I'm you know trying trying <laughs> to figure out other ways. You know, taking the Beyond the Bar online was yeah. a lot of work and super fun. But you know, I got to keep pivoting and and see what else is out there. That's all you can do. 
got to keep reinventing yeah. yourself all, all the time, I find. But, uh, 100%, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, Beyond the Bar, for people who don't know, is a great educational event that you do, uh, well, sort of an ongoing basis, but, but one big event uh, per year, right? Like a multi-day event. Which uh, yeah. unfortunately just passed. We should have done this before, maybe, so people didn't know about it. But <laughs> we'll that, make sure people right, get information. I, I, yeah, I do it every year, and I want to keep it living and breathing. And it's just basically, you know, it's getting the hospitality community access to people to help develop their life skills. You know what I mean? So we, we know bartenders. There's lots of master classes and tons of fun and parties and stuff, but. You know, a lot of to me, I, I believe bartenders are all just untapped entrepreneurs. Um, so my my goal with the whole program is to one inspire and educate and motivate, but also just to say, you know, what do you need? What do you what do you want to learn? Like we did the podcasting class the other day, and we did more content creation, and it's like okay, some people want to learn that stuff. Some people want to learn how to do interview skills. You know what I mean? It's so that that's the whole goal. It's like instead of everyone just talking about it it's like all right let's literally give you direct access to owners operators pnl reports um just to help you grow your career so that's that's it man that's the program it's you know call it a mentorship program um if you want but it's 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 me it's me trying to like talk to my 28 year old self <laughs> it's really what it is to say hey 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 you can start a little early or you can start late you know and 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 just do it, you know. I, I I think the hardest part sometimes for people is just doing it. You know what I mean? Just getting past that first initial step. You know, they want to do this, they want to do that, and just, you know, it's like me when I called you about podcasting. I was just like, ah, like if I haven't if I hadn't done so many damn entrepreneurial things that have failed in the past, I would never have started it. But I was just like, all right, I'm just I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna just do it and figure it out and buy this and try that and. You know, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've self audited so much that I don't care what people think about me and I don't think I don't care if something <laughs> fails. Um, but I think a lot of people do. And I think that's the problem. It's like just who cares if it fails. But also, I think it's nice to see other people that have done it before. And then you're like, oh, OK, they're a normal person. You know, people like to see the end result of stuff, you know, the success, right? Someone like success, but they don't. They don't remember the four years, eight years, nine years in between stuff. So, you know, they just think people were born successful, but then they don't see the struggles and the failures. And I've got so many, dude, I have so many projects that have failed. I have so many projects that never took off. I've got a whole, that's why my computer doesn't work. I've got all these files <laughs> of stuff and ideas and things that have never launched, you know, but people see like, oh yeah, man, you did this and you did that. And I that's know, like three like, things. But there's, It's like the artist who's the uh, the singer who's the overnight success, but it was, you know, 10, 10 year over your the overnight success you know <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that's exactly what it is but anyway that's that's beyond the bar man we're just we're just really trying to give the hospitality community especially now just kind of the state of agave or state of sorry state of the hospitality industry and what's happening and then here's some tools and here's some tools for right now to help you and then here's some tools in the future to to, to help you once hopefully this thing starts to normalize a little bit yeah so, well yeah you know. You've always been a great advocate for the bartender community, man, and, and kudos to you, you for for always, uh, you know. I mean, it shows that you, you care for people and you want you want to help people, you know. So I really appreciate that. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for thanks for those kind words. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's cool. I like how you you know, yeah, you might have somebody from the industry on and talk about booze, but usually it's something you know, it's sort of off off center you know it's not it's not what you'd expect from uh, from uh seminars or or talks for bartenders yeah. you know it's a little you get and people that outside is, the industry um, 
Yeah, that's by design. And you know, when I first started doing it, a lot of the liquor brands, you know, they want to they want to slip in their master class, they want to slip in their presentation, they want to, and I'm like, it just becomes the same thing everyone else is doing. I'm like, you know, when I when I did it originally with Woodford, it was like, you know, damn well it's a Woodford event. I'm the <laughs> Woodford guy. There's a Woodford branding all over the place. You're gonna taste some Woodford. Like it's, you don't need to talk about it anymore. You know what I mean? Like you just. If you're really going to create something for bartenders, just create something for them. You know, you don't have to slip in the big pitch or the big sell or the da da da. You know, so they, I always got I always got you know people fighting me in the beginning whenever I do these programs because a lot of brands they just don't understand it. Like, what you're gonna huh? Like you're like when do we talk about the brand and when do we bring in the master distiller? And I'm like, you don't. Like you, you don't. <laughs> like it's you know. Um, so and then and then everyone tries to slip in like you know, bartending techniques or, you know, learning about the distillery. And again, I'm always like, I'm not doing it. And <laughs> I fight it. I fight. I'm like, I'm not doing that program. I'm like, they're like, well, why can't you add that class? I'm like, cause it's not part of what we're doing. I said, if you want to learn, if you want me to do a class about like the distillery and how they're laying down more, you know, whiskey for the next 10 years, like, I'm like, that has nothing to do with getting their careers going. You know what I mean? It's just another masterclass, which is fine. And that's, there's, category for that and there's a reason why you want to go to that class but to me it's i don't know i've i've had a lot of people push back in the beginning when they learn about what i'm trying to do um because i literally don't want any brand integration <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> in it at all you know because you know you know I, I just i just people know who it, who it's from you know what i mean as yeah. when i was like i said when i was a woodford guy it, it came from woodford i'm like it's just a, it's a woodford thing like you don't have to i don't know i just you don't have to beat people over the head with it a hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. So, and it's know. funny, you know, the amount of events that people like you and I go to, you know, is unbelievable. And the amount that you actually remember after the fact, that's, that's where the real uh, value comes in. Right. <laughs> so, and, yeah, uh, no, everybody wants to get in the room. They're like, I got an hour with these bartenders and just get them, hit them with this, 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 yeah. this. And I'm just like, geez, like, you know, <laughs> and it, it really depends too. It depends on the brand. Like when I work with Woodford, it's like, Everyone knows Woodford. You know what I mean? It's not like you're going to like – you're not pitching a new brand. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, everybody, here's something you never heard of. Everyone's like, yeah, we, we've had that, Walt. It's like, you know, so you got to reinvent it a little bit. You know, sometimes people like to get comfortable and they start checking boxes. And you know me. I'm, I'm not really a box-checking guy. Um, so I don't know. I just like to do things a little bit differently. I like to do it. I like to do it because I want to go to an event that I want to go to. I'm right. not one that likes to sit there for three hours with the big – PowerPoint presentation and sampling 14 things like that's just not me. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people do, but I just, I want to create something that I would want to go to, you know, and if there happens to be a brand there and we could have a little sip and a cheers and then cool. Like that's, it's great. I just, you know, like I said before, there's a lot of master classes and there's a lot of parties, um, with brands. So why not do something different? Yeah, for sure. And during, you know, especially, during Tales of the Cocktail, I can't tell you how many events I go to every year that, you know, a week later, you can't even remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. It's like, it's not like, there's not like there's that kind of stuff out there. There's just so much of it out there, you know, yeah. like, you know, Tales of the Cocktail was what, 12 years ago, 13 years ago it started? Um, I don't uh, know. But I think it's more than that now. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I like I remember when I was a young bartender, like there was no real things like that. You know, there was no gin yeah. symposium. I went to a gin symposium like 15 years ago. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> what is this? And there was like a hundred bartenders there. And they had all these different gins. They were deconstructing it, and da, 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 da. I was like, this is crazy. And now it's like, hey, there's a gin symposium next week. Like it's, I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> it's great that there's so much education out yeah. there, um, but there's just so much of it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Just how much can you really take? You know, there's there's a branded event. Six, seven, I mean, when we were allowed to get out six, seven times on a Monday, eight times on oh, a yeah. Tuesday, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's no. like, oh, that gym symposium sounds great. Uh, oh, but it's the same time as that whiskey one I really wanted to go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, there was always, there was like one a week back in the day or one every couple weeks. Now it's, you know, seven, eight a day, um, which yeah. is cool, but it's it's just a lot. Well, which is why it boggles my mind that it's so hard to get advertisers on a show like this, <laughs> it's like <laughs> the amount of money they'll spend to impress 25 bartenders in two hours compared to, you know, being in people's ears every yeah. week. It, well, it just doesn't make sense to me. And that comes from, you know, they play it safe. You know I mean? Every, like when I started with with Woodford, all they talked about was USBG, 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 USBG. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll hit that. But let's also create – your own thing, you know what I mean? Something that's going to resonate with people. And um, I don't know, man, like big companies are just slow. Some are, and I I should, I should take that back. You know, they don't see value in other places and I don't know. They don't like to take risks. You know, people are sitting in a corporate job, making six figures, sitting in some city somewhere and um, they got to give a report. You know, yep. so they say, well, this is, you know, this is what everybody likes and here's the whiskey show, right? The whiskey show had 700 people at it and uh, look at the pictures. It was pretty cool. Give me my bonus. You know, it's just, it's safe. It's safe. Everybody plays it safe, you know? Yeah. Um, and now I, don't, no, I don't, I don't play now, it safe. Now that kind of thing the, is not, that kind of thing is not safe at the moment. So. <laughs> right. Right. And now you see everyone doing stuff. Like every time I. You know, I don't know. I feel like I every time I try something new, someone's like trying that. It's 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 the wild west out there right now, man. Videos yeah. and content videos and you know, but you still see you still see like, you know, you'll notice some of the big brands or well-known brands, they're still kind of playing it safe with their virtual happy hours and everything's everything's nice and yeah. you know, then you see a brand like Illegal Mescal or just throwing a bottle around and they're swigging out of it and they're like family and love and you know it's just um i don't know now's the time to get crazy like to me it's it's start the podcast make the video i've been i've been doing a ton of random videos um i just don't care right now i'm just like i you know one i want to stay relevant personally but two i want to start working with other brands as well so um, you know, we, I'm trying to collaborate with as many people as I can. Um, I'm reaching out to PR companies and other brands and, you know, I'm not really getting paid for it, but I'm just like, you know, what else can we do together? You know, let's, let's one, if we're just helping the community, cool, let's go, let's do it. And two, if we can build something together that can be monetized in the future. Sure. You know, so to yeah, me, cool. to me, just go for it, man. It's now's, now's the time. Your, your happy hour beyond the bar happy hour was incredible. I was like, this, this is like watching a TV show right here. This is amazing. Like every, yeah, and everything text, just went, you, you text me during it. I, text, during it. Yeah, I was like, you're, it never cease to amaze me. This guy, but everything, like well, everything was on point. Like one thing went right to the next, to the next, to the next. There was no, nothing went wrong. Everything was set highly high production. Yeah, values. I was well, like, wow. To, the, this is, I mean, this is what I do. I do events, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I like, know. you know, I, 
I guess I, I've watched some other people's virtual happy hours, and I'm just like, ah, this looks kind of boring. Everyone just sitting around talking. Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, I want to. I've been to some. I've been to some where there's just like that awkward silence. Like nobody has anything to say. Like, well, this is no fun. <laughs> click. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good, man. Yeah, we had a, we had a couple. We had a few hundred people following us on Facebook Live as well. Um. You know, I don't know. That's this what I do. You know what I mean? So like, I don't. I didn't want to do just some. But you don't do TV production, though. You know, so it's, that's why I was, I was impressed. <laughs> and it just the techni- technically, it went off perfectly. So you know, I wasn't well, surprised we, that we, you got cool people on. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> we we rehearsed, um, but we've been doing it all week. You know, what I mean, we were with Zoom all week long. So. Um, I don't know, man. It was just, yeah, we, we rehearsed and I, you know, I sent out like a run of show and I, everyone knew their role. You know what I mean? So it was like, everyone was like, you know, and I talked to everyone individually. I'm like, after Jonathan Kite does his monologue, you play your guitar. And then I call the girl. I'm like, after the guitar guy, you're going to get on the acrobat thing. And like, um, you know, so we just, you know, you just run through it. And I had a whole team problem solving just in case anything dropped. Um, I told everybody, you know, you have six minutes, no more, no less. So stay within that time. Um, everybody had everybody had their instructions. I mean, that's that's really what events come down to. It's just you know, there's a lot of moving parts. Um, you got to make sure everyone has their instructions. You know, the goal for me at every event, even though with that happy hour, is to do. I have to do nothing. If I have to do nothing, because I'm always gonna have to do something. If I have to do nothing, then everyone knows their role and they know what to do and. Um, you know, I don't know. We, we were having fun with it anyway. I was just like, ah, it's a happy hour. And, yeah. you know, I told everyone, I'm like, if something goes, something goes haywire, don't, don't blame us. Because <laughs> 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 we're drinking and we're just trying to have some fun. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Well, it's always a pleasure talking to you, my friend. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I look forward to staying in touch with you and, and keeping up with you, all your projects. Uh, if somebody wants to find out, like, do you have a mailing list for Beyond the Bar or people want more information that don't don't have access to it? Yeah, you can go right to our um, website, uh, BoweryCollective.com. Um, there's a there's a link up there right now. Um, you can find it. Or you can just follow me at Instagram, Walt, uh, Walt Easterbrook. That's that's the best way to get me. Just follow follow Walt Easterbrook on Instagram and DM me um, if you need any more information. Um, and then the the podcast Gringo in Latin America is also on the on the Bowery Collective website. So pretty much just Bowery Collective website will have all the info, or just just hit me up on Instagram Walt Easterbrook. Um, DM me and we can chat things out. Yeah. Oh, did you say you recorded all the um, Beyond the Bar stuff? Is that is that yeah. available for people yeah, to check um, out? I don't I, – we haven't put it out just yet. Um, we're just putting a recap together. So basically everyone who attended, we're going to send an email, just a thank you email with some some of the stuff on there with all the recordings as well. Um, so, But if anyone you know that didn't attend wants, wants the recording, it's all free. Um, so there's no link to it. But you could just – again, just hit, hit us up on the, the uh, Bowery Collective site. Or DM me on Instagram, and I'll I'll send you the link to it as well. Cool. And then yeah, and if you don't mind, when I get that email, I'll I'll post that on on uh, bartenderjourney.net as well. Yeah, please share, 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 share. We're gonna we're gonna edit some of the stuff up too because there's some like one of the lawyers were talking. They had like a good 10, 15 minutes of some amazing stuff, and some of the owners as well. So, you know. The whole what well, the first day was like three hours, uh, but we're gonna cut up some of the really really super useful information. Uh, we're gonna put that out there as well, so we'll post it on LinkedIn and you know Instagram and and stuff like that. So um, and that's and please man share away and anything you find on it just share 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 some good stuff awesome. on there. 
Yeah. Awesome. Well, all the best to you and your family. Your kids are so Thanks, cute. Brother. You've been posting some pictures. They're, uh, I think, <laughs> if I remember, I think I, I think I saw your daughter's first uh, bike ride recently. Does that, does that, am yeah. I remembering that correctly? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My five-year-old. I was like, all right, all right. We have to, like, again. We have time now. So yeah. And it's great because now, now she could ride her bike, and now we're she was, you know, she's like, I want to learn to read. And I said, okay, we're gonna learn to read. I said, by the end of, like, by before summer starts, we're gonna have you reading some some small books. So we got the biking out of the way. And now reading, so all right. Yeah, well, so maybe uh, maybe practice reading in Spanish. <laughs> One thing at a time, man. One, <laughs> one thing at a time, man. <laughs> you, you got twenty things going at any given moment, as far as I, I know. But it's like, why not? I mean, that's the thing, man. It's like, why not? It's like, it's just you could sit and you know, I know, I know, there's some some mental issues going on right now, but it's, you know, I, I just try to you know watch what I do, not what I say, and you know, I'm, I don't I don't post to say look at me, but I you know I post the yoga shit because. I'm not very good at it, but I just know so many guys that get older and they can't move and they're like, oh, how do you stay so limber? I'm like, yoga. They're like, huh? I'm like, yoga is the first thing. And it's like the mindfulness of yoga is great, but it's just I can – my back doesn't hurt anymore. I'm stronger than I've ever been and it's it has a lot more to do than just lifting weight. So anyway, I just – you know, I, I just – I'm not big on excuses and I just hope people take this time – um, I know it's tough, but I mean, I just hope they take their time to, you know, try some new skill or learn the thing that you've always been trying to learn and, you know, maybe come out, you know, on the other side of this a little bit better than you were before. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's, that's a great place to leave it. Thank you, my cool, friend. Man. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for always doing this, man. Same here, I like what same. you're doing. Oh, thanks, man. And cool. thanks for your help. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, dude. Anytime. Yeah. You're my, you're my inspiration. I'm like, all right, Brian's got this thing down. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> Anything I can do to help, let me know. Cool. All right. Cheers. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. All right. Peace. All right. So we did get those links from Walter, and we can post those up on bartenderjourney.net so you can watch the Beyond the Bar videos, and we'll get that up for you on bartenderjourney.net. Thanks for listening. My name is Brian Weber. I appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next time on the Bartender Journey Podcast. Cheers. Cheers.